0: Good morning, and welcome to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report. I'm Jonathan Edwards with Citywide Home Loans, and in the studio this morning, we've got our MVP guest host, Pete Mark, with Brokers Guild Real Estate. This is the show that brings you today's most relevant real estate insights and experiences from the industry's most dedicated players. Pete, good morning. Good morning. How are you doing? Good. Thanks Thanks for for joining me. me on the show today. Thanks for having me. Great to have you back. Pete's been on the show before. He's got some great topics every time he comes on. Very excited about today's topic. It's a hot one. If you've seen your recent tax assessment, then you will want to listen closely today. We have heard of values having gone up anywhere from 20 to 70% since the last assessment, which is absolutely insane. Today, we talk about strategies to appeal your assessed value if you do not agree with it. Stay tuned for a triple play of Denver's hottest listings and throwing out our yellow card warning this morning. A quick disclaimer that Citywide Home Loans and Brokers Guild Real Estate are not affiliated entities. Listeners are not required to use either participant to work with the other participant. And Citywide Home Loans has no affiliation with the Federal Housing Administration or the U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs. Pete, thanks for joining me again, buddy. Hey, glad to be here. Great to see you.
1: Um,
0: Tell us a little bit. I know you, Pete. I've known you for a couple of years now, probably three or four years. Is it that many years? Holy cow. I
1: looked it up the other day when I went
0: into real estate, five years. Wow, five years ago. All right. Well, um, I know you pretty well, Pete, but our audience doesn't know you all that well. Tell us a little bit about yourself uh, personally
1: and then within a real estate realm. Sure. Uh, Well, 30 years in law enforcement, paramedic, burned out. Decided to uh, go into real estate where I could, you know, help pe- still help people and and be my own boss and make my own schedule for my daughter. And uh, it's worked out great. I uh, should have done it 20 years earlier. Would have had better knees. <laughs> 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 you know? Great point, Pete. Great point. I <laughs> you know, can't run anymore. But, hey, when you can't run as a cop, you get a dog and become a canine cop.
0: There you go. I <laughs> love it, man. So, um, and you've been in real estate for the last five years, working with Brokers Guild Real
1: Estate the whole time, I think, right? Absolutely, yeah, absolutely, right yep. from day one, yeah. Yeah, a great it's organization,
0: great. Brokers Guild Real Estate. Luis Gonzalez, the principal broker at Brokers Guild, does an excellent job. You guys, there's a lot of agents over there, and um, and we're fortunate we get to work with a lot of you guys.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a great bunch of people. Uh, I'm glad I made the choice to go to Brokers Guild.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, we might as well dive right in, Pete, because we've got a hot topic to discuss today and we've got a lot of material. Before we dive too deep, though, I want to talk a little bit about what we're seeing in the market today and do a comparison from what we've seen over the last couple of years. So first of all, you've got boots on the ground out there. You've got clients you're working with that you're showing homes to. You're also selling homes at the same time. What are you seeing in the real estate market here in the Denver
1: area right now? Well, it's it came that the prices started to come down because the interest rates were going up and people you know couldn't afford as much. Um, in the past month or so, though, the prices are starting to go back up because it's quote unquote the buying season, mm-hmm. and yep. people have to move whether they want to or not. Sometimes you know job relocations, um, the military is a huge, huge percent of our. Uh, housing market here especially around aurora where we have buckley space force uh base and you know those guys get transferred all the time so they have to move the ones that live off base uh well i guess the ones that live on base have to move too right (laughs) that's exactly right they get transferred they just have don't have to go through everything to sell a house exactly up and move so uh so the the prices are starting to come up a little bit but not like we saw two years ago um so, we can jump into the tax issue on this point. When they did, they do this uh, revaluation of the properties every two years. Okay. And they have to do the comparable property assessments um, in what they call a study period. So, to get your property valuation, they had to have pulled comp- comparable properties between July 1st. 2020 and June 30th 2022. Gotcha. They can't go they couldn't go out last year and do get their valuations because it's you know not it's not in that study period.
0: So when we talk about the market today versus what the market was doing 2 years ago, the market two years ago was absolutely crazy. I mean, it was insane. The the craziest market that we've seen the reason for that craziness. And there's not just one, there's numerous reasons for that. Sure. You've got interest rates that were remaining artificially low. You had high demand for homes. Colorado specifically the Denver area is a hot place to live. The word has gotten out uh, for a couple of decades there. And the, uh, mid-1900s to the end of the 1900s and early 2000s, people who moved here didn't leave because they got it, but somehow the word got out, right? And people were moving here, and it's become, become quite like kind of a tech hub and a... And a in an environment for younger people who are active and that kind of thing are moving out here. And then their parents started moving out here because they heard how great it was right. and they wanted to see their right. kids and their grandchildren, right? Yeah. So you've got a lot of people that are moving out of here for various reasons. That creates higher demand for homes. When you have higher demand for homes, inevitably you're going to have less inventory. There simply aren't enough homes to, to house everybody that wants to purchase a home. So you have all that demand. Uh, you also have a bunch of artificial money that was pumped into the economy from the federal government. So there was a lot of people that had extra money to work with so they could right. pay more than the asking price or maybe more than the actual value for a home, which also brought up you, up values. So during that time period, values are coming up and they're coming up quickly and they're coming up a lot. And now... Well, I shouldn't say now, but the tax assessments then come into play, which is really what our topic is for today, right? So, we see all these offers, multiple offer situations, appraisal gaps, escalation clauses, all these crazy things within our contracts. We have higher
1: values. Now, the tax man comes, right? But all, And all those are gone. You don't see, yeah. you might see it every once a little in a while. Bit. Yeah, we're not seeing not, appraisal you know, gaps so much, escalation 30, clauses. We are
0: seeing multiple offers, right. um, but not crazy, crazy like, offers right. that like are twenty, fifty percent over right. the asking price, right? right. Um, and so we, we find ourselves, so at some point in the back of everyone's minds, at least everyone that, that has paid taxes or know they're going to have to pay taxes, that at some point we're going to have to pay the piper for this, right? right. The piper being the tax man, right? right. County it's, taxes. Absolutely. County taxes. And so that kind of brings us into what we are talking about today on the show is now the county has come out in the last, what, month or two with our tax assessments. And they've said, "Hey, here's your new tax assessment. Here's how much more you're going to owe in taxes. We'll uh, we'll be ready for your check next year, right?" Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so tell uh, us a little bit about how that comes to fruition. How we got here, where we are today with our tax assessments, from where we were. In, in I think you had said that the end of that study period is June of 2022. Right if everybody remembers, June of 2022 right height, is essentially yeah. where we were at the top of the mountain or the the value mountain if you will with homes. Since June, May of last year, things have started to come down in value. And now, to your point a little while ago, maybe they're coming back up a little bit. But that was basically our peak of the craziness. Since like I got into the business in 2012, 11 years ago, I mean, we've seen values just increase, increase, increase year over year. And then the two years leading up to, to yes, 2022, right. June, were the craziest. So talk yeah.
1: to us a little bit about what pe- people got their assessments recently, and a lot of people oh, aren't happy. My phone was ringing off the hook. <laughs> I I had one uh client, she called me. She said, "How how do I do this uh tax protest, the valuation protest? Uh my taxes went up 60%." Yeah. And, and what are you hearing out there in I, terms it, of how much people's uh values have gone up in that 2-year period? Well, that one she she told me 60%. I actually went out to her house yesterday um because we're going to do the the challenge, the protest and uh that requires me doing a CMA comparable market analysis. Yep. Um, so I'm in the process of doing that for her. Uh, I had another client call me from Arvada and uh, he's like, oh my God, my property went up over $136,000. and yeah. What am I going to pay for taxes? How do we do this? Yep. Well, I've heard anywhere from 20 to 70% increases crazy. in taxes. Yeah. Um, and I mean, and this guy up, up in Arvada the poor guy i i pulled his comps for him his value actually went up 136 dollars <laughs> so i had to say well, yeah, that, i had to call him and say dude i'm sorry <laughs> and it's going
0: to be hard in some cases not all cases but in some cases it's going to be hard to be able to to argue to make a strong argument right. i think about that because you've got a situation where um Where values truly have gone up. I mean, we saw the appraisal gaps. We saw the escalation clauses. We saw people offering 20, 30, 40, 50 percent over the asking price. No No inspections. inspections. We saw the craziness. So, in my opinion, I think there are going to be some homeowners that are going to have an argument. But I think there's going to be a lot that you're going to, hey, I mean, this is where the market was at the time. And this is how taxes are assessed. Well. So what if you want to fight that, Pete? What if you get
1: your tax assessment and you disagree? So there's there's a deadline. You have to file the initial uh, protest by June 8th. And you can do with your county assessor's office. That is one week from, well, from Today. Thursday,
0: right? So yeah, one week Thursday. from Thursday. And... Um, and so June eighth, Thursday, June eighth, right? Okay. So this coming yeah. Thursday is the last day you have yeah. to submit what your appeal, your your challenge, or your, your challenge, process, whatever okay. you want to call it. I, th- um, your you know, I'm
1: not happy card. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, so you can do that online. You can do that uh, by mail. You can request uh, documents from the county assessor's office. Uh, If you give me a call, um, I've got all the county assessors. I can email you the link. Yep. uh, Or you can go to the county assessor's uh, office. So they have until uh, August 8th. Okay. So who can get back to you with whether they approve it, say yes, or say no. And even if they say no, that's not really the end of the line. You still have a couple levels of appeals uh, that you can do if you want to pursue it. So who can
0: basically complain about this, and what options do they have?
1: Well, the, the basic uh, ones that we hear about are the senior citizen, the, th- the three that we hear about. So senior citizen, um, tax exemption, I believe that's like 50%. Um, of an exemption, and, yep. You know, if, if you're if 65, a, and older, 65 and older, is 65 and older. Don't quote us on this.
0: We're yeah, not we're attorneys. Not, we don't. We don't <laughs> no. write these laws. We but it, it's our understanding. CD. Senior, you do have the senior tax exemption, yeah. right? So you've got um, those that are, I believe, 65 and older that can apply for uh, a tax exemption on their property taxes, and I believe it's up to 50 percent, if I'm not mistaken.
1: It's it's around there, yeah. So that's a, so a lot of people will just take that right off the top. Then you have the uh, veteran tax assessment uh, or disabled, uh, for disabled veterans. Disabled right? veterans, that's right. But Colorado is one of the only states in the country that doesn't do this automatically. In Colorado, the veteran has to apply for it. Interesting. Other, other okay. states, Good to know. just give it 100% gone. So if they don't pay anything. They don't pay any property taxes. In the other states. Oh, interesting. Right. Okay. So here in Colorado, yeah. when they apply, the the veteran tax exemption only applies to a disabled veteran that has been granted by the VA a 100% disability. Gotcha. So other states they do it 70, 60, whatever you know the VA does. But in Colorado it's going to be 100% permanent disability. It has to say permanent on their letter from the VA. So you know people can do that. Uh, the veterans can do that, um, and that takes off two hundred thousand dollars off of their taxable valuation. And uh, the other one is a tax growth cap deferral where uh, new homeowners, first-time homeowners, they can defer $10,000 per year. And then that those taxes, whatever that has accumulated to, they have to pay that once they sell the house.
0: Hmm, interesting. The,
1: the key Good. on that one is you have to apply every year for In-con- the deferral. Gotcha. Um, and then there's the one where we have to do the uh, CMA uh, if none of those, if you're if you don't qualify for any of those three then that's where the real estate agent uh, comes in
0: that's where the most of the rest of us come into play, right? Sure. I don't agree with my tax assessment, so I and there's probably different ways to do it, but it seems to me, being in this industry, having talked to so many real estate agents in the last month about this issue, that going to your real estate agent can be a great place to start. I know Pete's got his notes here; he's got all his stuff going on that he's done the research on to help folks out. Um, I I think that's a great place to start because what you're going to have to do, Pete. If if I understand the process correctly is you're going to have to get some comparables to provide to the county that says, hey, you're assessing my property too high. Here are the comparables between what
1: dates? Uh, July 1st, 2020 and June 30th, 2022. Okay, here are the comparables that I pulled and your
0: value does not hold water. And here are the comparables. Here's basically the proof during that time period that my value could not have been what you say it was in June of 2022. Exactly. Okay.
1: Yeah, this is uh, one of the one time that you don't want your house to. Yeah. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> you, you don't want the equity in the house at this point. So basically, um, and some of the counties will tell you which homes they chose for your for when they did their comps. Yeah. Um, getting, my buddy in Nevada, my client in Nevada, uh, he actually sent me the link of what they sent him, and that's you know I pulled those comps. I'm like, okay, those are right on. Those are fair, and th- yeah, those <laughs> are fair. Those are in the time frame. And then I went and I pulled six other ones that I found, and that's I was like, sorry, yeah, <laughs> you know, it is what it is. They, it is is did, it they is. did a good job yeah. on your assessment, yeah. whether you like it or right. not. So for the other for the other homes, um, then I have to go back in and pull.
0: comps comps that have
1: sold in that study period. You are
0: listening to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report on ESPN Denver 1600 AM. Check out past episodes on our podcast at denversports.com. For mortgage questions and information, give us a call at 303-921-5747. And if you'd like to get in touch with Pete Mark with Brokers Guild Real Estate about buying or selling your next home, Pete can be reached at seven two zero
1: two zero three eight eight one two
0: All right so excellent information so far Pete. I, I love the topic. Um, I think this is something that affects much every homeowner whether you intend to appeal your assessment or not i think that this is really really good information and i think there are going to be a lot of people out there this year that are going to appeal the those tax assessments now keep in mind these do not kick in until your 2023 2024 payments but from a lending standpoint you're going to have a shortage in your escrow account yes you're going to have a shortage because The values have only gone up during that time period. I I don't know of anyone, or at least not yet, that their value went down during that time period. And so your escrow account for your home is the collection of what is estimated to be the amount that your servicer will have to pay on your behalf for county taxes and for homeowners insurance. Right. And so. If there isn't enough in there because they didn't estimate enough, which it's not their job to know how much the value of your home is going to be, then you have to either cut a check and make up the difference in your escrow account so the servicer has enough money in there. Or what they'll do is they'll take your shortage, so if it's short by $1,200 for easy math, they'll divide that by 12 and add that $100 onto your payment moving forward for the next 12 months. And then they'll do another escrow analysis and reset your payment if needed. But you're going to be there's going to be a lot of short escrow accounts in the state of Colorado and probably around Absolute, the country.
1: Abso- absolutely. So what we when somebody calls me to do a valuation uh, CMA for them for their taxes, um, again, I have to go back to that that period and find the homes that sold, and because they've those comps, they've been in the MLS to sell, they usually in top-notch condition like you know the hardwood floors are all done the new carpeting the new appliances and everything so they're pretty spiffy yep yep so um now when i go to the house i want to find everything that's wrong with the house yeah you know the cabinets you know the the sink is sunk down into the floor and the wood floors are all Peeling up, and the vinyls peeling up, the paint's falling off the walls, the cracks in the foundation—you know anything that can be wrong—and then we go and we ad- do the adjustments. So the house that I went up to yesterday, they valued their house at four hundred thirty-six thousand dollars, and I got it down to three hundred and twenty with all the stuff that was wrong. Um, so oh, so that's what they're going to send in. They might end right. up re- receiving money from the <laughs> <laughs> from yeah the government, possibly. <laughs> Well, the minimum, the minimum uh, valuation on that property was $363,000, but it was yeah. in really bad condition. Anyway. It,
0: which has to be taken into consideration. So the comps, but the property itself as well. And Absolutely. speaking of properties, although these are really nice properties, uh, we've got some hot listing uh, properties to uh, chat about this week. We love doing the hot listings each week, especially right now. Listings are uh, short supply. Inventory is low right now. We're seeing multiple offers, and uh, we've got some incredible properties here uh, with some incredible agents, by the way. So Amber and Kim wormer with the W real estate group have a listing here at 14926 Chicago Street in Parker and this one's listed at 925,000 it's a single family residence and it's uh, just over 4200 building area total square footage with 5 beds and 5 baths this home has so many different wonderful things to highlight they don't even know where to start Maybe we'll start here with the fact that it's next generation model or more commonly known as private mother-in-law suite with a separate outside entrance. Nothing needs to be touched in this home. It's already been thought out and executed. If you'd like some more information on this incredible property, reach out to Amber or Kim Warmer Skirchen at 720-560-9772. We've got another great one here with Ed Prather from Ed Prather Real Estate. And then uh, I think, Pete, you've got a great listing as well after this. Uh, 2420 Garland Street in Lakewood. This one's on the market at 1,299,000 single family residents with just under 4,000 building area total square footage. Another five bed, it's four bathrooms. Introducing a hidden gem in Morse Park, a highly sought after location with large lots that offer a delightful country feel in the heart of the city, situated only steps from Crown Hill Park, open space, lakes, and uh, trails and only 10 minutes away from downtown Sloan's Lake, Berkeley, Highland Square, and Golden. Uh, this one is on the market again with Ed Prather Real Estate, Kyle O'Connor. can be reached at 720 253 8115. Pete, tell us a little bit about your property you've got in Brighton.
1: Uh, sure. This one's been on the market for a little while um, because the city of Brighton, uh, the city of Thornton, excuse me, uh, wants it to be a commercial property but they make it very difficult for the developers so uh this is an estate property it's at 12101 quebec street in brighton and we're selling it as a residential because it's got uh just over six and a half acres of land so if you have animals or want to have animals it's got the buildings for it it's got an out building for it um Uh, loaf is it's called loafing shed it's got water rights to the well the well was just inspected last year and and fixed so it's pumping out a lot of nice water um building square footage is four thousand five hundred and forty six three bedrooms three full baths uh like i said it does have the water rights to it and uh, it's on the market for one million eight hundred thousand dollars which is down from the original price of three million Unbelievable! That sounds like a great property. It Give is, Pete a call,
0: Pete. If somebody wants to buy that property,
1: who can they call? Pete seven two zero two zero three eight eight one two. It's always a fun time here in the studio. It dude. is a fun time. I, I would agree <laughs> with you, Pete.
0: So, Pete, we've got a couple minutes left here. I so we've talked about tax assessment and the impact on taxes itself. Let's dive a little bit deeper and talk about the impact to homeowners on their monthly payment. Their monthly payment is going to go up. So, let's if we've heard that that tax assessment values have gone up 20 to 50 per, twenty to 70% since the last time they did it, right? So let's just take 50% because it's easy for me to do the math that way. Better you than me. <laughs> <laughs> so if you bought a home, a $500,000 home, and your taxes were $3,000 and they go up 50%, $3,000 is $250 a month, goes up 50%. Now you're at $4,500 annually, Or $375. So it's an extra $125 out of your monthly bills, right? Right. Um, I talked to an insurance agent this morning and said, hey... You know, I'm going to be on the radio talking about tax increases, and I thought to myself, I know my insurance has gone up, but I live in the mountains, and I live in Evergreen, where most of that is because of fire districts and stuff like that, but I have also heard that all around Denver uh, insurance is going up, and she agreed, and she said, just off the top of my head, I would estimate that on average you're seeing about a 20% increase in... In homeowners insurance as well. So, not only do we have a roughly 50% increase in Colorado on taxes, we also have a roughly 20% increase on homeowners insurance. So, if your homeowners insurance, again, for easy math, Pete, because I like easy math, $2,000 a year or $166 a month, it's now roughly $2400 or $200 a month. So when we add that $125 plus our $35 for uh, insurance and taxes, you're looking at roughly 160 125 160 or so dollars increase per month for a for a homeowner. And if you're yeah, fixed that's, income, exactly. that's a very that's an impact, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's going to have an impact on, uh, on your money that you have and that you can spend and stuff yeah. like that. I mean, so. if, you're, if
1: you're bringing in $3,000 on disability or Social Security and, you know, whatever benefits they might have combined, that's a, that is a, that's a big hit. Yeah, absolutely. And so
0: I think you can expect and I'm going to go back to it again. Those escrow accounts are not only going to be short because of taxes. They're likely going to be short because of insurance. And I think this is something that homeowners really need to take into consideration. This isn't going to happen right away in 2022. You're not going to feel that hit for about another year because your tag, your analysis is going to come together and they're going to start paying the 2023 taxes next year. Yes, Uh, 2023 taxes next year, and that's going to be around January. So when you get that escrow analysis and you're short, you got to know that you're either going to have to pay that difference or your payment is going to go up and it could go up fairly significantly. So if you don't think that you can afford that payment, you may want to give Pete a call to consider selling your home, maybe downsizing, maybe, rent, I don't know if renting, I never really think renting is a good idea. You're, unless You're still
1: you're, paying a mortgage. You just unless you simply can't
0: take stuff. care of your home anymore. Right. Um, but I, you may want to consider downsizing, maybe a less expensive home, something like that. If you're in a position to be able to do so, uh, you might want to consider selling your property or restructuring your finances in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Absolutely. So that is going to have a big impact on folks. Um if you have questions on that, you'd like to talk some more about that, uh you can certainly reach out to us at 303-921-5747 or you can reach out to Pete Mark at 720-203-8812. All right, Pete. So we are on ESPN Denver, so we may have to talk about sports for a minute. I know that uh, is your favorite subject in the whole world, especially Denver-based. Second to math, exactly. (laughs) But because the Nuggets are in the finals, and that's pretty cool because it's the first time that they've been there. Well, I thought Um, hockey season was over. Yeah, exactly, buddy. (laughs) Unfortunately, hockey season is over, and it ended too soon, in my opinion. The Avs will not be defending their championship, and perhaps Perhaps what's worse than the Avs getting knocked out so early is the Bruins getting knocked out so that early. That was
1: unbelievable. I After w- I having all those games, that was.
0: And I'm not a huge hockey fan, but I was kind of paying attention. I believe they broke a couple of records the first one is the most wins in a regular season and the second one is the most points i want to
1: say most points i think so you
0: clearly you have a team that can play some hockey and they lose in the first round they lost to
1: florida 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 panthers i mean come on but you know i have to give kudos to florida they they they're pretty good they went all the way up to the last round i believe Um, they, yeah, they did. I I kind of stopped watching after the Bruins got kicked out and then I just watched, (laughs) then I just watched the abs, uh, abs are a great team. Love them. Yeah. Um, who's the the other team? The Knicks? Sonics? <laughs> yes. Pete, you're going to start confusing from, the I'm rest from, of us. I'm from Boston, but I know you are. <laughs> the Celtics, I can't believe that. Well,
0: and the Red Sox aren't much to talk about this year, and neither Never are the Rockies. Been. I'm
1: not a Red Sox fan. Probably yeah. the only person from I actually Boston grew up not a Red Sox fan.
0: I'm probably one of the only people in New York that grew up in New York that's a Red Sox fan.
1: Yeah?
0: But there's a few of us, actually. So anyway, Pete... Thanks so much for joining me on the show again. That was fun. Hey, thanks, for, thanks for having me. Great information. Uh, again, Pete, if somebody would like to talk with you more about what we discussed on the show today about tax assessment, um, appeals, or buying or selling their next home, what's the best phone number for you? Uh,
1: my phone number is 720 203 8812. And just a side note on the, um, the tax protest and the CMA that I do for the homeowner, I do it for no charge. Okay. So there's no charge for me to come out, look at your house, and give you a, a four- or five-page report so that you can submit it. But again, the deadline is June 8th, so the time is running out, and it takes me a couple of days to do the CMA. So there you go. Thank you for
0: tuning in to the MVP Real Estate and Mortgage Report. If you have a question about financing for your next home or refinancing a current mortgage, give us a call at 303-921-5747. Don't miss next week's show right here on ESPN Denver 1600 every Saturday morning at 7 a.m. You can find past episodes on our podcast at denversports.com.